0: How you figure that you made me and you gave me what I had before I met you And gon' have it when you're gone And how you fix your mouth to say I owe you when you had another bitch And taking trips and shit With my money for so long you must've lost it Nigga, you won't get a dime But all you gonna get Too bad I can't get back my time Who is it all this time? I'ma be alright for you. You go pay for what you did to be.
1: I'ma tell you cause the truth will set me free. Oh. my mic is on, just a little black. Yes, you are now podcast. tuned into the my I said Child Podcast. What up, y'all? Let me turn this down. I forgot this was up. What up, y'all? How's everybody out there? This is Dennis Maurice and this is I said cha. I'm so excited today, y'all. I got one of my I bring everybody from Lincoln. here. I'm gonna have my whole like university here after the time is all said and done. I'm here with Dennis Garner, the uh, founder and CEO of Embracing Your Difference. Um, author extraordinaire I'm going to I'm going to forego a traditional bio Venice if you don't mind and kind of talk about like how you've inspired me and kind of lead that into this so when I was in college I guess I was a junior you were a senior you finished your first book senior year right yes so when I was a junior Um, Venice was a senior Venice was like Doing a book And she was doing A book signing In the the sub And I was like Oh my god I have a book Inside of me too And it was a book Of poetry It was this and that So I was like I'm gonna write a book And like My book came out later I think I was about 24 Uh So 2008 Uh But um you inspired me to do that because I wow. saw you doing it at a very early age like at a time like I remember you had your paper like all your word document papers like piled up and we were in Carl's uh, room in mm-hmm. the uh, when he had the SGA little guest quarter mm-hmm. suite things or whatever mm-hmm. but over there with me, you, Shanir and Siobhan and we were in there and you were like I'm trying to finish my book and I was like "What is she talking about a book? Like is she going to put it? Where is she going to put the book? Is this going to be this paper? Like I didn't know what was going on and like Venice created a book and from there it, it inspired me to be able to do that so when you and that book was called Because I'm Different it's a book of poetry and short stories am I correct? Yes. Yep so which is the same as my mind was a book of poetry and short stories too or whatever but Mm -hmm. very inspiring or whatever always continue to um to encourage and, like, Mm -hmm. bring dynamicism to, like, everything that you do. So I'm glad to be able to talk with you today. Venice is a therapist by trade Mm -hmm. uh, out of Connecticut. It's Mm -hmm. East Haven, right? Yes. East Haven, Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a double office. She just came up with a new book called Embracing My Difference. And Embracing Your Difference is the company. Embracing My Difference is the book, right? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. And you can find Venice all places online. But we're about Mm -hmm. to have a story because when you hear about this book... Mm Baby child, you about to hear something. So, introducing with no further ado, Miss Venice Gardner. For now, it's about to be something else, because she about to get married, too.
0: Yes. (laughs) Venice, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited
1: to be here. Thank you for being here. I'm really, I'm excited to do this. Venice and I have been talking about this, because Mm -hmm. Venice lives in Connecticut. She came all the way to Philly to be on child. So, Mm -hmm. yay for Venice, for traveling down. Oh, yeah. Um and we've been trying to like coordinate but it's now as i kind of like i'm looking at the book and i'm just looking at this thing of erasing race and fair while finding purpose or whatever mm. i'm just so inspired by like the way that you approach you know literary work you know what i mean like how you approach mm. digging into the, the 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 moments of our lives and mm. then digging into your life and i don't want to give away too much from the book but i do want to kind of give i think an appropriate segue Mm -hmm. and that when i read the parts that i have read i haven't gotten through all of this or whatever because i was reading like the first 15 minutes i was like okay wait a minute this is Mm -hmm. deep i gotta sit down and talk to you about it but the 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 legacy of this seems to be one that you don't have to be scared you don't have to be shamed you don't have to be afraid of whatever your life has been no matter how different no matter Mm -hmm. how unique no matter how you know um even terrible you may feel right. about it or whatever that you can embrace that you can mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. it as a part of you exactly. and you can grow from that mm-hmm. and um yeah us talk a little bit about about yes. this book
0: yes so um as you mentioned the company is embracing your difference and you know for years i've been known to just motivate and inspire people and through the practice and and some other things that i've done within um embracing your difference and you know for years, I was holding on to some things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's there's times where you choose, your, you choose your friends and you talk to certain people. But for me, I had to ask myself, like, did I really talk about where the company name came from? Yeah. And for me, it was because I had to embrace my difference. Some of the challenges that I've gone through, I had to eventually look at them as... Tr- stepping stones pretty much if you would think about it that way Um, not to harp on it not to look at it as overly negative because you can get through it Mm -hmm. you know Um, and a lot of people sometimes harp on the challenges that they've been through and it allows them to you know remain stuck yeah and for me I had to break through it because we have a light to live and that's you know the whole theme of embracing your difference so I finally came to a point where I was ready to talk about where the company name came from, and it was based on my challenges, some of the challenges that I've gone through growing up, some secrets that I've kept for over 21 years, Mm -hmm. and um, I was holding on to it, and I had to break through it, and I finally did, and I'm excited Mm -hmm. about it.
1: Yeah, you know, and I mean this idea of being different because the first book was Because I'm Different. Yeah. This is Embracing My Difference. Mm-hmm. Like, that must be something that you felt, like, since childhood yes. and, like, since, like, growing up feeling, like, different. And I mean, I know that, like, a bunch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I think everybody has something where you don't feel like you're within the confines of normalcy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like you're, like, living in a space, like, Where you're here and everybody else is there. And we always, we're looking out. That's what we have eyes, right? Like, we look out at the world. We don't necessarily look inward to ourselves and be able to see connection. So, like, I really appreciate that. Tell me a little bit about, like, what your life has been like that led you to some of the things that are inside this book. Right.
0: So, um, from you mentioning the first book, because I'm different, it was because sometimes I felt alone. Mm -hmm. There were things that I was holding on to, even as a, a young teenager, that I Didn't really talk about. Mm -hmm. And I went through um, some challenges in high school. Mm -hmm. I ended up um, getting really sick and I lost my memory through um, a lot of different medications that I had to take, prednisone, um, from me having um, a few asthma attacks and a a few bad asthma episodes. Mm -hmm. And um, it got to a point where I started to lose my memory and it took a whole year um, out of my life as far as my freshman year in high school. Mm -hmm. So um, I missed my whole freshman year. (laughs) I don't know. The cat sat on And when I went back to school um, my sophomore year I was ready I said you know what I'm used to being on an honor roll Um, I had some setbacks but I'm ready to to do this Mm -hmm. and I came back ready and I I looked at my guidance counselor and I said you know what what classes do I need to take I need to graduate I need to get this done and she said oh sweetie you're you're just too behind you you just might as well just get your GED you're not gonna make it Mm -hmm. it's not gonna happen for you and I used that as fuel to my own fire Um, and that's something that I've talked about ongoing in different um, segments and different conferences but I didn't talk about the other things that were going on during that time so in addition to the nervous breakdown and losing my memory I had a nervous breakdown because I felt like I was living a double life because I had two dads Mm. and the dad that I grew up with um, he didn't know that he wasn't my biological dad so I found out at um the age of 12 That That he wasn't And I I ended up Keeping that secret For a long time Why did you keep that secret? Because I was afraid mm-hmm. I had I was scared I had a lot of fear I thought about my mom mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> And And my dad and I had a very, very close relationship, mm-hmm. and I thought about him, and I was afraid that I would break his heart mm-hmm. from telling him, so I held on to it. But, you know, eventually I gained a relationship with my biological dad, and that allowed me to feel some guilt, mm-hmm. because I felt like I was really living a double life, because I, I got close with my biological dad, and I always remained very close with my dad, um, and I was always a daddy's girl. Yeah. So. I held on to that because I have... I have six other siblings. None of them knew this either.
1: Six other siblings by that... Mm-hmm. Or, or did they have the same father or did they, they...
0: all had the same father, but we had different
1: moms. But different mom. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. The, but that that same father is the father that wound up not... That you found out was not your father. Right. Wow. Right. Well, wow.
0: Yeah. So, um... I held on to that for a very long time.
1: Was a part of that too, like, to protect your mother? Was your mother still with your father?
0: Um, they they divorced after 19 years. It was a lot of back and forth stuff. Well, you know imagine. how it goes, right? <laughs> um, but it was a lo- a lot of different things, like yeah. protecting my mom, protecting my dad's heart, yeah. protecting my family, and thinking about like what could happen. Because just as you know, me being the outgoing glue, mm-hmm. that's that's where I am with my family
1: as well. So it was really hard. It's so interesting though, because like what I'm connecting with is like. Yeah, this is happening. Yes, you're 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 living this double life, but you're a child. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, and. and let's go chronology or whatever like that like you're a child you understand this or whatever like that you have these dramatic experiences or whatever like that while you're growing coming of age or whatever Mm -hmm. can't be in school because you're you know what I mean you're you're facing all these health challenges or whatever Mm -hmm. losing memories as a child of childhood or whatever like that and only can remember that you don't remember Right. you know what I mean like and like really having to understand that like nobody else is understanding this life but Mm -hmm. me and you're a child you know what I mean at that time Mm -hmm. Who's talking to you? Who's embracing you at that point?
0: At that time, <clears throat> I was always I was always close with my mom, and mm-hmm. you know I had a few close friends growing up. I probably told I told one best friend, mm-hmm. um, and then when I got to college, I did you know disclose it to maybe like two other people when I was in college and grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, that's it, I didn't talk to anybody about it. And when I did tell my my best friend, it was like one of those, okay, I said this but we're not ever talking about this ever again. Yeah, I like, to get off. Yeah, but yeah. we never it's like one of those taboo you just yeah. we're never talking about this. Yeah. Um so I mean I, I held on to it but I also had to grow into learning that one, of course I this this was not my fault, but then two, I had to look at this as Okay this has happened Mm -hmm. It's not going to change And so what do I do with it So I had to look at it And embrace it as double love Because Mm -hmm. they both loved me Like they would do anything for me You know what I mean And um, that piece I had to just embrace it and look at it as as double love a lot of people you know yearn to have a dad and i i had two Mm -hmm. and i had two great ones despite anything
1: you know it's so funny because like i think it's very easy to be conflicted right like in a space like this like it's very easy just to kind of say like do am i angry at my mother right am i angry that this is even happening am I angry at like the universe and God and everybody else or whatever like that for not protecting me from this like all those things or whatever like that so I just have a really like strong appreciation for the way that you approach like just even that and the reason why I ask like who was caring for you at that time like who was embracing you is because I wonder right like as a child like who was saying to you like hey like Venice you can get up or whatever like that but like I mean that's what I think the threat of God inside of this book like is so meaningful because um in it like when I knew you start off with like scriptures that have like scriptures in the top of it or whatever or like words that kind of have like biblical emphasis on mm-hmm. them and I think that's an important part too that like mm-hmm. embracing your difference also means having a lonely journey and lonely isn't a bad thing right mm-hmm. like long, being internal isn't a bad thing mm-hmm. so I just like enjoy right. that part
0: that's true because it it depends on the way that you look at it because we're really not standing alone Mm -hmm. you know we're never standing alone and that's that's what it's all about like really embracing and knowing that your story is yours Mm -hmm. you can't change it it's your truth so why hold on to it god gave it to you for a reason and for me there's always just been something inside of me to just push 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 Mm -hmm. um and I just had to realize, like, God gave me this, and I'm not going to harp on it. I'm going to share this message to help other people, to remove that fear, because I held on to it for a long time. It's unhealthy to hold on to those things.
1: It is. And it's also, like, this, like, addiction to shame that I feel like Mm -hmm. we have, like, culturally. You know what I mean? Like, uh, humanly, culturally, but also, like, black folks. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's an addiction to, like, being ashamed of things that happen. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like... You experience things and it's kinda of like, Well, I can't talk about like having experienced this. I mean, you see with like sexual abuse, you see with all types of stuff, like Absolutely. people will you know, say, like, Oh, I, I never want to talk about like mm-hmm. this particular experience. It's so funny, um, not to take off of your book, but like in mm-hmm. my book I wrote this thing called Secrets of the Womb specifically yeah. about specifically about a grandmother who held all these secrets of like sexual abuse and this and that and all this other stuff or whatever that she had mm-hmm. seen through like all different parts of her family and like not just sexual abuse but like infidelity and all these like tragic things or whatever like that. and then when wow. she died it was kind of like nobody knew what everybody was going through but her and you know what I mean like it is so, it but, so often. It, but but it's also like you have to tell somebody like you told their best friend you know uh-huh. what I mean and said we never gonna talk about <laughs> it again that's that same thing right but that just leaves you so that you can be like I gotta get this off me so that I know somebody else is sharing this load with me because it's too heavy for me right. however I'm still shamed by it so I'll never go out and like speak on it so my appreciation for you is also like giving folks agency and I hope people that are listening hear that too agency to just mm-hmm. say whatever it is that you're experiencing or whatever that you might be able to impart something to somebody absolutely
0: definitely
1: when we were uh, talking like before or whatever I know you um you just mentioned like double love but mm-hmm. I, I want to dig into this like double love mm-hmm. thing because let me tell you how I would approach this mm-hmm. right and this is just me and I, I am nobody's therapist so mm-hmm. this is why I'm approaching <laughs> the way I'm approaching because like I don't have no sense <laughs> but like I would be like mad at so many people and I was literally thinking like last night and I was reading on my phone I was like I would be mad at so many people right now mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like I would be upset like literally and I'm just being honest right like I would be mm-hmm. upset with folks yeah. because I didn't ask for this. You know what? Something small could happen. I will say to my mom, I didn't ask to be born. (laughs) I'm like 30 something. Why are you doing this? She was like, what would you mean? I didn't ask to be born. I don't know what's going on. You're like, what? Because you don't get roast beef for your birthday? Like, you know what I mean? Like that, like I literally like could not imagine having like all these things has anger and like, all those other things ever like kind of entered you, and at what point? What does that feel like, and how did you get over that? Because that's a, mm-hmm. a, a point where we get stalled and stop. We stop mm-hmm. at right too.
0: Mm-hmm. I can be. I, I need to be honest with you. Like I, I always have had this thing with me where I always look at the positive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't say I don't know where it came from because I know that it's something that's God given, mm-hmm. but. You know, I've had moments of like, you know, why when I was younger. But as I continue to grow into like my faith, I I just said, you know what? At the end of the day, I have to figure out what I'm going to do with this. Mm -hmm. I have to figure out what I'm going to do with it. Um, The anger, I wouldn't say anger. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes confusion. Mm -hmm. But the biggest piece for this that ate away at me was the guilt. Mm -hmm. It was the guilt because like you know a relationship with a father and daughter is is, is priceless yeah. and you know I was very very close with my dad um, sometimes I would forget because of how natural we were together yeah. and then when I would be you know spend time with my biological dad it would be a reminder like oh wait a minute I'm, I can't say where I am today
1: yeah
0: you know or I can't say you know what I did this weekend or yeah um, so it was the guilt. And then when I was able to remove that and embrace the double love, that's where I started to really find my purpose. Um, But the anger piece, I always try to motivate people to just like release that anger because it's just a ball that could really just hold you back. Yeah. it's unnecessary, but it's easy to happen because I mean, as a therapist, I
1: see it all the time. Yeah, I mean, and I imagine it would be easy because, like, a, again, like my immediate thing was like, "Oh no, I'm mad at Venice's mom. I'm mad at the other dad. I'm mad at I'm mad at Jesus right now. I'm mad." at, Everybody because like I think the conversation is kind of like what I'm seeing from this or whatever is that like I'm still recognizing that you're a child, even as uh, when I meet you, you're like what 19, right? Uh But thinking like at that point, you have a lot going on. None of this that I knew or whatever. I only know Venice that was like Miss Lincoln Uh and a Delta and you know I mean an author, like all the sparkly things, Uh right? I don't know depths of you, I don't know shadows. You know what I mean? So like I, I you know, it's just interesting to think like man we don't know what people are contending what we don't. don't know what gets them up. and I'm thinking to myself the reason why I think anger because I'm thinking you being such a positive reinforcement to this world to the universe right like mm-hmm. it's important and it's, it's a part of you and it's a part of like what your gift is to the world mm-hmm. How, however growing to that or whatever like, it just it bobbles my mind
0: I think for me it's just been, because I didn't have many people to talk to, mm-hmm. I just prayed a yeah. lot. Like, when I had those moments of confusion, yeah. you know, those those short moments of anger, and because, you know, there's everybody's family dynamics are different, so yeah. there's a lot of background with you know, that as well, um, but like just really find the time to pray for those people that have done you wrong or you don't, you know, feel comfortable with, so. I just had to look at it
1: that way you know it's so funny because now I'm, I'm, when you said pray for people that have done you wrong it's like the next part of the book or whatever mm-hmm. which i think is like page 56 mm-hmm. i don't know what chapter <laughs> it is pray but, for who oh, pray for who mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about that too or whatever like that like i don't want to get too deep into the depths of it or whatever like that because i want to give people something to buy right,
0: right. <laughs> all right let me just say it like this moms and dads too you know we live in um You know a society where the term blended family has become um just more out there you know Mm -hmm. um you you might meet someone who already has a child and you may have a child Mm -hmm. and what i've seen is when there's some conflict within relationships or Mm -hmm. co-parenting a lot of people complain about the other parent Mm -hmm. sometimes they do that in front of the child sometimes they don't sometimes they just gripe and vent to their girlfriends Mm -hmm. or their homeboys or whatever but In this book, I challenge Parents to look at it from a different Perspective and pray For the other parent And not just like, you know You hang up the phone and you're like, oh he gets me so mad, I, I just gotta pray for him. Cause they, they use that term very loosely. We yeah. all have at, at times. But for me, it's more so like praying for that person's well-being, praying for whatever it is that made you want to hang up on that person. Like, mm-hmm. like you said, nobody knows those masks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when if you wishing genuinely well for your child's mother or child's father, you're really pouring into your child's life. Mm-hmm. And if you don't then what is that gonna do to the child? If this person is so frustrated to you, how can they be the best mother or father to to your child? Mm -hmm. So it's just so many different levels to it. And sometimes I've heard parents say, well, wait till they get older. They'll see how he or she really is. Do you really want to do that? Do you really want your child to really see for, the, for themselves what their mother or father could be in a negative component? How about pray for them now so that they could grow and hopefully change for the better so that by the time your child is old enough, mm-hmm. they can see, wow, I respect my mom or oh, I respect my dad.
1: I mean I think essentially like we're asking for the wrong things right, right. like we're asking for like the, we're letting the hurt define like how we move mm-hmm. so if you let like, her define how you move then that means that if I've had a poor relationship with somebody the conversation mm-hmm. will be you'll find out yeah. you'll see what it is right. the conversation is not let me support you around getting there however I think the balance of that too is just like how off-center like relationships are sure. but I think your point is that like it doesn't mean that you still can't continue to kind of like find a space to be able to be in communion right,
0: with, with right, that person right, right. for the child's sake. Yeah, and you don't have to be BFFs. You yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. to, I mean, just like, just the common ground and even if you don't communicate often, take those quiet, reflective moments if you do pray, mm-hmm. just pray for that mm-hmm. child's mother or father deeply enough. Yeah. Like, hopefully
1: things will change for the better yeah i i I love that perspective too because um again not the not the first perspective i'm thinking about Mm. and that and that's not to it's really just it's honesty like that's not that is not the first perspective i'm thinking about like and I'm a Christian, and I'm still not thinking about prayer first when I'm hurt. I'm thinking about my hurt. I'm thinking about myself. I'm thinking about what I need to to lift. You know what I mean? And I think it's such a compassionate and um, mature way of thinking, or whatever like that. You know what I mean? One I haven't reached. Sorry about it. But like you know what I mean? Like I definitely think that it's. Um, that's like a a growth pattern. Mm -hmm. So what I love about this though is like pray for who the Mm -hmm. double love kind of like going through that is that what you're doing is you're weaving together your life and kind of like this experience of like how do you pray for people Mm -hmm. that you're in this because you came from a blended Mm -hmm. thing different than what you're speaking of now with blended family or whatever but blended just the same you know what I mean and then like coming into, like, your adulthood and kind of seeing, like, how you see it imbued in the world and kind of Mm -hmm. combining those things together. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's, like, Mm -hmm. such an interesting way of, like, approaching this. Mm -hmm. What are you seeing, like, as a therapist that, like, is, like, one of those major components about people embracing this? That's probably, like, the hardest thing for people to do. Like, what are you recognizing? Um, Authenticity. Mm. There's
0: a lot of lack of authenticity. And that goes back to us, like, talking about the fear and removing the mask. And, you know, I have clients come in and they talk about not having someone to talk to, as we just mentioned a mm-hmm. few moments ago. Um, and, you know, I'm like, well, tell me about your friends. And some, will, you know, they would name a few, but they don't really talk about really what's going on in their lives. And I'm not saying go talk to, like, everybody that you meet. But yeah. every we all need someone or mm-hmm. two. Some people have a top five yeah. to really be vulnerable with. Yeah. Because... People are not really vulnerable. Mm. Um, And letting those things out and problem-solving, when you're authentic, you can get the best problem-solving advice. Mm -hmm. If you leave things out, how can people help you? Um, So, you know, that's another component. I talk about friendships. Like, I just talk about different key components to a full life and embracing your difference, the things that you need in this lifetime. And friendships and prayer and just really embracing your true self is going to get you... To a lot of places,
1: high places. It's so interesting because one of the pieces that was in the foreword by Lucinda Cross, like I read that and I read this first paragraph like about four or five times just because it was like sitting with me, like yeah. really, really strongly or whatever. And I felt like, you know, with forwards, the reason why I love them is because it's like the first review of your book, yes. right? Like it's the first person saying, like, I've seen it, it's the bomb, is this <laughs> and that or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna wanna read a piece of it um, mm-hmm. at your privilege. It's okay. Oh,
0: absolutely. Good, okay.
1: Um, embrace your difference these three words are the hidden gems in finding your truth and designing a lifestyle that is fulfilling, unapologetic and successful I didn't touch the tip of success in my business and in my life until I embraced my difference I had to be willing to stand out and be cast out I had to be willing to be accepted and rejected I had to be willing to please some and piss others off it's all a part of embracing your difference that masterpiece God created called you Like I love that And the real part I love about it Is like the willingness Right Mm -hmm. I had to be willing To stand out And be cast out Like I think that like And that's where like This idea of like Rejecting shame Mm -hmm. Becomes so important To me Or whatever Because when you Reject shame Like for me, like, I'll speak from my perspective. As, like, a black gay man, right? Mm-hmm. When I reject the shame of that, I am saying also that if you don't like it, mm-hmm. I'm willing to be the outcast on this. I'm willing to be whatever your idea of. I'm not an outcast for exactly. myself. I'm not an outcast exactly. for God. I'm not an outcast for anything else. I'm willing to be an outcast that you see me as that. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to know that that'll be the narrative that you create and me still walk. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that willingness is, like, such an important part of whatever. And I just, like, that was sitting with me, like, for forever. I was like, oh, that's a really good, like, point. Mm-hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. It's so true. It's powerful because, you know, there's going to be people within this path that understand your journey, and there's going to be some people who just don't. And that's okay because it's still your journey. It's not going to change it.
1: What do you say about that? Because we talked about friendships Mm -hmm. and building community, but for those people that just don't get it, like, what do you, I mean, like, do we just cast them off or whatever like that? Like, is it your experience that you just say... You know you don't understand me or whatever like that and i pray for you from the side like where's your where's where's your perspective from this come from you
0: know ask yourself have you tried your best with Mm. this person who may not get it you know um have you done all that you can do Mm. and after that you can't drain yourself you can't you know continue to pour all of this energy into someone who may not get it just you know continue to live your life and wish positive well-being thoughts prayers or whatever have you on them and you have to live your life yep. because you don't you know sometimes we want to like hold on to someone or like really like try to get them to understand some things and after a while if they don't get it they just don't get it yeah
1: the other part i like that listen says is that i had to be willing to be accepted and, and rejected, rejected. I th- but the real part is not the rejected; it's accepted because you think sometimes <laughs> isn't it big when you say to somebody like I'm telling you this and I have to deal with the fact that you may accept me for that like all this agenda, all this stress I build up let me tell you and I might and people will welcome me with open arms listen I
0: had to do a pre-book tour before this book came out because there's certain, like, I have, you know I have a big family yeah yeah I, I had to do a pre-book tour And that was one of the biggest pieces of the fear Like what is going to happen after this comes out of mm. my mouth
1: How did this How did, you, did your family react to this
0: I, I received a lot of positive Positive embracing
1: uh-huh.
0: um, And I felt Tons of relief mm-hmm. And I should have known Because I have a great family Yeah, You know There's probably like one or two stragglers along the way yeah. Who you know may not be as supportive But yeah. for the most part they've been amazing
1: that's they decent because I mean I guess that's the other part too whatever like that like you said the fear is kind of like and I can imagine like the story's like when folks buy this book or whatever and we'll announce where can people get the mm-hmm. book from or whatever they
0: can go to my website um, www.embraceyourdifference.com um, and it'll be on Amazon actually within the next two weeks I've been hoping it was like last week but within two weeks it'll be on Amazon but they can go to my website and pick it up and I'll sign it if they
1: go to my website yay yes. I have a signed copy sitting yes. right in front of me thanks Ben. Yes. yes and you can also go to Com, and when we do it in our blog we'll have all the links inside of there too if you didn't catch anything from today right. but with the with that too like with your family reading this or whatever like uh-huh. I don't know if Lucinda wrote that specifically for you but like uh-huh. that willingness like I'm sitting with that like I don't even want to let it go in the conversation uh-huh. right now like I want to kind of like I want to dig deep into like and get it to the Ooh. point to where like being different and like willing to be able to accept the fact to accept the fact that yes. people will accept you yes like that's just so huge to uh-huh. me that's like uh-huh. a big uh-huh. thing yes. I was literally it was like 2 o'clock in the morning Ooh. and I was looking at that and I read that paragraph like five times to be able to get to be able to get through that Mm -hmm. when you think about like the ability to be accepted like once you kind of let your differences kind of be known right like whether that is like early coming of age things like with kind of like I don't want to tell anybody like my health health issues or whatever to like now my my, my father and you know what I mean and mother and my familial like relationships are all different and everything seems like twisted around yeah. to like you know what I mean translating that into like now that you're a mother and now that you're like you know about to be a wife you know what I mean and you're a therapist and you're supporting other people or whatever where do you see like an acceptance how long did it take you I guess I could say to like really accept the fact that like this was your story You know what I'm saying? Like how you get? I'm saying like how long did it take you to get to that point? Mm.
0: I think it was different layers to that. Yeah, because as the years went on, I kept growing within it like okay this is this is my story. Mm-hmm. This is okay, you know, I'm embracing it, living this semi double life, right? Yeah. Um, and trying to remain positive. But I was still afraid to talk about it. Yeah. So really did I embrace my difference? Yeah. Did it you know, did I talk why why didn't yeah. I talk about it? So um I would say the past two years, honestly, mm-hmm. and even with the book coming out, I've grown even more. Wow. Um, my fiance is awesome. He knows me inside and out and he knows, you know, the my my deepest thoughts and, and everything. And there was moments where, you know, I, I said, you know what, I'm not even gonna finish the book. I'm not even gonna do it and in his encouragement along with, you know, some other people in my family and my in my my top five, they Mm-hmm. They have been very encouraging. Um, but it's different layers to me mm-hmm. because that fear because you think about different family members and you mm-hmm. think about like what's gonna happen when this comes out, it's huge. Yeah. So um I would say the past two years I've I've actually, like, really embraced it even more with me opening the company and, and the conversations that I have in, in my Embrace Your Difference conferences. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to say, I'm having these conferences and I'm motivating these people and I'm still not talking about embracing my difference. Ain't it crazy? Like, Ben, are you really, are you yeah. you know, really speaking your truth and you could, you could tell everybody else mm-hmm. what they could do and what they shouldn't do? Where did this come from?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm glad that I... I I finally
1: talked about it because I feel free. Yeah. I feel so free. It's so funny when we played Mary J. Blige in the beginning, and I was yes. talking about it in the beginning. I was like, is this too much? Too, but, like, in that thing, like, mm-hmm. I think in what her experience, like, and I mean, it's contemporary, like, news or whatever, like, her were mm-hmm. cheating and infidelity, all this other stuff that mm-hmm. she's kind of saying in the record. But what she says, the one part in there or whatever, I finally got to tell it so that I can, like, set, so it can set me free. The song is called Set Me Free. Like, freedom is so important. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Freedom means, like, that is liberation. Mm-hmm that's a part of revolution Mm -hmm. that is like shame shame free you know what I'm saying like you're letting go all those things that bind you and I think we don't realize like how much the things that we do like bind us down you know what I'm saying like that like hold us to the ground or whatever Mm so congratulations to you for freedom it's so funny too I was Mm -hmm. uh, I did a show with your Mm -hmm your line sister, Stephanie's your line sister, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did a show with, with Steph and uh, one of our topic for the show was, uh, just came out of our conversation was mm-hmm. love is a growing up, which is a quote by James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I, so, I saw that, yeah. yeah. And it's so like important because it's like when you said the layers of it like in growing through that, mm-hmm. your love grew, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like your love for this like has grown because you've been able to kind of like Expose, you know yeah. what I mean, like those raw parts of yourself or whatever. And now you have people, again, going back to that quote, like now you have people that are willing to accept you and mm-hmm. cover you and put a bandage over a wound, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, if you needed that you didn't have access to and right. go over there and put the ointment over here, moisturize your ministry, yes. like you know what I mean, support yes. you in a way that is really, really powerful. Yes, you know what I mean.
0: True. And that's why the embracing part in mm-hmm. the company is. Embracing is continuous. Mm-hmm. It's no like you've done it and that's it.
1: You don't let go of the hug. You
0: gotta keep going. <laughs> You're continuing to embrace it. There's gonna be things that are gonna come your way. Mm-hmm. So embracing is it's ongoing. You yeah. know? And that's why we're still breathing. So. Exactly.
1: And I mean, also, it's just like you know when you know how it feels like when like. You know, somebody like you love, like I'll think of like like my mom or my grandma or something like that. Like when they hug you and they hug you for like that extra second. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that. You know, it's like it's kinda yes. like you was ready to give up the hug, but it's just yes. like, no, I'm not ready yet. Yep. Like that's a it's that mm-hmm. feeling, right? It's just that like I'm gonna stay on that little extra bit longer or whatever. Right. I'm gonna embrace it just a little bit longer just so let you know that I'm still here. Yeah. Even when you feel like yes. letting go, right? Exactly. Like it's a, such a good thing. Exactly. You mentioned the embrace the embrace so the conferences are embracing your difference conferences, right? Yes. So the embracing your different conference. Tell me about that. Like I know it's a collection of women. <laughs> (laughs) And this and that, but like,
0: tell me about what those are. Yes, um, so I started it in uh 2015 Mm with the first Embrace Your Difference conference. And it, um, I have different panelists, women who have um embraced their difference Mm -hmm. and chosen their walk and still have become successful. Mm -hmm. Um, I I start with prayer and Mm -hmm. we talk about authenticity, we talk about being vulnerable. Yeah, I have keynote speakers, um, I have um. Panelists to talk to young girls because uh, the mentoring program is another part of embracing your difference. Mm-hmm. So it's a really powerful conference, and the next one is actually in March, and it's actually at a huge HBCU. So I'll be announcing that soon. I'm oh. really excited, and then I'm gonna um, actually have the next year is gonna be men, and then I'll have my fifth year is gonna be actually in Philly. It's gonna be a Black topic. Oh, yeah. she's coming to Philly. yeah I got my my five year plan and, and ongoing. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Let me know when you
1: come to the home team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the conferences too, like so the the objective of that, like I know you have panelists and yeah. women that have kind of like achieved in their mm-hmm. own right or whatever, whatever right. wholeness like that they've been searching for, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The audience is receiving what from them? Is it mm-hmm. just the inspiration mm-hmm. or is it like a, a coursework? Mm-hmm.
0: So when when we start, we talk about like what embrace your difference is, and mm-hmm. I do um, activities with all the women there. Like we do like an open activity oh, like um, about yeah. Um, so the theme has been the past two. Three conferences have been authenticity and vulnerability mm-hmm. and how have you embraced your difference yeah. and then um, the panelists each would talk about their story and how they've embraced their difference and then we have like breakout sessions mm-hmm. depending on the profession or the business and then the young ladies actually come and they, they can ask questions um, and then we connect them to mentors mm-hmm. as well um, and yeah it's just a lot of different components of the conference but this upcoming year um, Oh, one of the other biggest things about the conference is a tribute. I do a tribute to a person who has been extremely um huge in embracing the difference and the first conference I had a woman who had 11 children mm-hmm. and she raised them and they all you know graduated high school and mm-hmm. she did what she had to do I I, I couldn't imagine having mm-hmm. 11 and she mm-hmm. did that so um and then I have auctions and I, I have things um money that goes to cancer research oh so, wow yeah
1: so with all these things like I know you're a therapist as well or whatever like that like connect the dots for me like we have the books yes. we have like the conference we have the practice or whatever mm-hmm. when does Venice sleep never When <laughs> and you have motherhood and like you know planning a wedding and all this other stuff whatever from you as a person or whatever like that like at this point what's motivating you and driving you like I can imagine coming of age is kind of like growing up right, right you know what I mean like right. that's the thing but like now you're at a point where I imagine something else is driving you at this point or whatever what is it legacy mm.
0: legacy um, of course God continues to pour And um, I did not even think Two years ago That I would even write this yeah. book um, I knew another book would come But this yeah. Had no idea yeah. um, So I'm continuing to listen To you know Whatever is aligning for me And i um, opening up my ears to that Because I see a lot of big things And legacy is huge So you know I, I think god and coffee um and looking at my children like yeah. they i know you know where i grew up i wouldn't want to be from any place else i'm from new york Bronx, mm-hmm. but it's time for us to really like pour into our children's lives now yeah so that they they can learn from us yeah. um through us and you create a legacy so the struggle wouldn't have to continue
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so I mean, we're supposed to get better. Is the point? Ooh, we're supposed cool. to get better. We're supposed to like make sure that we're ensuring it for like yeah. all of our like our legacy, right. right? You know what I mean? But I think right. it's really interesting that you said that the drive is legacy or whatever because honestly believe that that's everybody's drive even though even if they don't know it yes like anybody that's doing a thing you're doing it because you want to leave an imprint mm-hmm. even though people like they we put frames around things like oh i did this because I, I need the money i did this because like you know what i mean i want to make money i want to be rich mm-hmm. regardless of all those things like that legacy is that you wanted to be able to build that or whatever whether that is an internal thing that's right. like a part of your own monologue or whether it's something outwardly that you're expressing mm-hmm. like we're all striving for legacy yeah you know what i mean absolutely and it's another point too that is that you just made that I think it's key and I just want to kind of like reverberate Mm -hmm. is when you said that jeez I'm now forgetting my thought Mm -hmm. when you said that the uh, legacy was your thing and that you were trying to do something that was like getting you out of a space where you could Mm -hmm. be able to like give to your family and give in in a different way yes you as a mother being able to kind of like think through all these things and writing this book to be able to give your child the legacy of knowing that truth is important that like shame free living is important mm-hmm. that they can have a, an open dialogue with you and with yes. your husband husband to be I don't yes. know how to say well i just say husband until, until I yes. it might be <laughs> by the time everybody like kids it might be already happening right <laughs> but um to know that that's another part of like the legacy that you're building is like freedom for your own yes. like I think a lot of times like when we talk about because you mentioned um, doing better for like the next generation mm-hmm. doing better isn't just like being more financially secure no. it isn't just about I mean that's it's a part of it now, but like really, it's but it's it's not just all about like that like doing better is like I want you to know that you don't if you if you have a secret if something happens can you can be free to be able to open yourself up to that
0: that's more powerful than anything because you can be you know financially wealthy but are you really rich are you full are you free are you you know full from this
1: life because you've been able to be free yeah I mean the other part of it too is just that like as black people like I think a lot of our conversation is definitely around like economic development and things of that nature and I think it's important like don't get me wrong I think it's incredibly Mm -hmm. important Mm -hmm. but most importantly I think it's about like the psychology that we work in like you know what I mean like mindset You know what I mean? Like, where we're kind of, like, building ourselves to and why we're building ourselves. Like, Mm -hmm. are you building up all this, you know, attention around money and capital because it means something to you? Or is it because, like, this world that we live in is complex? You know what I mean? Make sure that you have to look at that as a driver and then you forget about yourself and, like, some of the inward work we have to do. Because even you creating this book, the fact that you said two years ago you didn't know that the stuff that was the closest to you, that you'd be writing about it. What would you have written about if you never got to this point? That's what... That's what hits my brain immediately. I think in my head like, the second book would have been something that wouldn't even been authentic, right? It would have been something that was like, I just about- It want would to talk have been about, on the surface. Exactly. It would have been on
0: the surface. And actually, you know, a lot of the components in this book is what we talk about in the conferences. Mm. And I got to a place where I said, I need to keep, I need to really talk about where Embracing Your Difference came from, like not just everything that we talk about in the conference. Yeah. And that's when I, I had my moments of feeling stuck, like am I ready to really talk about this? Yeah and it kept coming to me and i had to do it
1: no i mean i think that that's the that's the work because i think yeah. like even when I'm thinking like I was telling you like I've been writing the same thing for years I'm like man am I writing about something that's real or am I writing topical you know what I mean on the surface type of things yeah. or whatever like that and you never know right? right like you you don't know because you're still you're constantly peeling away right yes. you're constantly coming out of shadows oh. and coming in the sun and approaching more shadows and coming uh-huh. in the sun and removing another mask and yeah. 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 it's yeah. continual for us okay. or whatever like that so okay. I'm proud of you for kind of finding the space the energy the, the path the, to be able to kind of like create a a, a work you know what i mean to create some work or whatever that relates to there thank you one other thing that i love about your book too is that you have like almost like a a workbook inside of it where people can like answer questions in there or whatever too why is that important to it as well
0: because Mm self-reflection when you really think about it a lot of the things that we're so fearful to Mm -hmm. talk about once we talk about it we realize that we're not that much different yeah so everybody this book has a little bit of everybody in it Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um every chapter you know i I take a moment and ask some questions to see where it drives you and if you've had anything um close to those situations happen in your life
1: Mm -hmm. and i love that too because i feel like what i love about books man so it reminds me of like uh whoops the book uh I said one day my soul also just, just opened, opened up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think that says a workbook or, or is it chicken soup for the soul? One of those books. It's like one, one of the, like the the mm-hmm. self help type books or whatever. Yes. And I loved it, but mind you, I was like twelve, and I used to be like, "Do I know about this? I don't know what I was writing." I used to be writing my mom's like book or whatever. But I love that whole idea because I feel like it takes the book from just being like a narrative and like one of the things like I talked to you before is like I don't want to. I didn't want to sensationalize the story, though. I think there's a lot of juicy stuff inside of here, right? Like, oh my god, two fathers. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean, she knows, and she's in a room over here, and he's over here, (laughs) like. like, (laughs) But 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 I think that that's not the meat. Mm-hmm. The need is to be able to say, like, I'm sharing a piece of me or whatever like that so that you can write down your story in here. You can yep. write your book. Yes. I love the fact that you're telling people, write your book inside mm-hmm. my book. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, like that's a, a beautiful, beautiful thing mm-hmm. or whatever like that. You can write your story mm-hmm. right inside of my story. Yeah. We want the same. we're intertwined. Yes.
0: And don't leave it closed. Just yeah. Because you wrote because a lot of us journal. Mm-hmm. We write about those yeah. deep things. Yeah. And then we're like, OK, well, I told the journal. Yeah. Speak your truth.
1: Yeah. No, so no, no, no. Nope. Lift it up. Yes. Lift it up It's so good and I mean like That's such a good charge It's such an empowering part About womanhood Like what you do In the, char- the, the conference And it's mm-hmm. The conference is the book Essentially mm-hmm. Because like Essentially you're telling women Write your story Yes Share your story Yes just like you would do at the conference or whatever workshop out those ideas Mm -hmm. have those conversations and build that out or whatever do you have any ideas for like book clubs or anything like that or whatever like in the future
0: um i was a part of an atlanta book club about two months ago so um on my list my ongoing list of Mm -hmm. things that i want to you know continue to do to put the book out there and try to submit to other book clubs so anybody listening if you want to get the book and you know have a group of of women
1: and men Mm -hmm. um reading it let me
0: know shout out
1: yeah no i'm Mm-hmm. I was mentioning it for that same reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to see, like, people, like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. now, ooh, I should get, like, a group of people together and just, like, mm-hmm. review and read and kind of, like, write down and journal. Yeah. It's a great way to build community, a mm-hmm. great way to kind of, like, energize this conversation about, like, us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, for whatever us is. Yes. You know what I mean? For whatever us is for us. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, such a good thing. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about, like, your practice, too, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you have a... a a robust practice but like tell me more about like what your specialty is in therapy like mm-hmm. so me. I
0: see um, my clients um, have depression anxiety I see um, clients who suffer from bipolar mm-hmm. and uh, I see couples mm-hmm. so basically those people who are suffering from, from some mental health um, difficulties and mental health illnesses yeah. and then I see couples who are just dealing with some challenges within their relationship seen so much growth and then I've seen of course some people remain stuck it depends on where you are and um one of my couples that I've seen for about almost two years is actually getting married so I'm excited about that
1: yeah. We have a friend oh, Come in here Carl He's acting foolish and stupid We have a friend of ours That just came in. into the door I didn't know who <laughs> He was blowing kisses to me Throughout the door uh, He's a friend we went to college <laughs> with <laughs> Have a seat. So we have him coming the door. So he's blowing kisses through the door, and I'm getting like, wait a minute, what is happening right now? Who is this (laughs) person? But I was really getting scared because you know people just run up in places now. We talk about bipolar and this and that. I'm like, no Lord, don't bring it to (laughs) light. Don't don't bring it to (laughs) (laughs) light, Jesus. I don't. I'm not ready. I didn't even embrace my difference yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, so you know, I I deal with some clients with mental health challenges, and Mm then um, couples, and uh, I do postpartum groups for moms who have been suffering from postpartum depression and I, I do college readiness groups a little bit of um, other things to motivate people.
1: I love that Like I love the whole way that your like life is imbued around this like support to other being in service or whatever and I think also like I mean dealing with couples dealing with people that kind of have like uh mental and emotional you know what i mean like differences you know what i mean mm-hmm. inside of their tool whatever like they're helping them like live shame free right you know what i mean existences right. or whatever like that is kind of like an ongoing theme or whatever that we appreciate can people just come to you can they come to connecticut how does this all work they sure can i even
0: <laughs> i even on um, video chat i've had a client in florida i had someone call me from california um i haven't video chatted in california yet, but i have done florida so mm-hmm. i'm pretty much that's the life coaching component too yeah. so it's not just like just the diagnosing and and the, uh, the therapy i do the life coaching piece for individuals who are afraid to embrace the difference they're holding on to some things or they're trying to figure out what's next in their lives so yeah
1: that's another component i love it i love it we're going to take a quick break or whatever we've talked a bunch we're going to listen to a word from our sponsors and then we're going to come right back to you all you okay, Ben Oh, good. Good. Thank you. I think it was the great philosopher, Ja Rule who said, where well, will we be without our sponsor? Thank you so much to Emily at the higher way for providing our sound and technology for the I Said Child podcast. You are awesome. And look, you can be just like Emily. And in fact, you really should because she's kind of effing awesome. But all you have to do is email me. Send an email to Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S at I dot com. And once you do that, we'll be able to send you out our wish list. We'll send you out the wish list. You can pick whatever you want. You can make the order yourself. It'll be an in-kind donation. And because we're a 501c3 organization through the Raha Community Investment Collaborative, it's tax deductible. That's right. You can write off an in-kind donation on your taxes. So if you spend $300, you won't get that $300 back. Well, at least 90% through government regulations. Whatever. That's not even material to all of this. You'll get some money back on tax time. So give it up i'm gonna send you out a letter after you give it that's gonna say you did it you're gonna take it off on your taxes in 2017 you're gonna come up with a little check that check gonna be good for you and you're gonna be thanking me later so do it now and support a great cause emily we appreciate you again and now back to our show all right we're back Yes. So Venice, we talked about a bunch today or whatever like that. I'm just going to recap because I'm like sitting, yeah. I'm sitting on a on, on a on a on a brick and a cloud at the same time because it's, it's a hard place and it's like something really soft and mm-hmm. comforting. Knowing that like this is the work, but there's also the hard spot about understanding like what all the charge is inside of here. You know what I mean? And the charge essentially is I'm hearing it. Correct me if I am wrong. Mm-hmm. Celebrate me if I'm right. Mm-hmm. Like the charge I'm hearing inside of here is that people. We need to find the ability, the strength to be able just to understand that whatever our experience is, that it is our experience. That we need to own that, we need to express that, we need to share that, Mm -hmm. and we need to be proud of that. No matter what that is, whether that is something that may go from the lines of your experience with like having this double love, double life experience or whatever, and feeling like guilt and shame is a part of that, to like abuse, to hurt, to all those different things. Raise those things up or whatever for us or whatever. Mm raising those things up not to the point of just sharing them again to sensationalize it but to be able to support other people and like workshopping this stuff together Mm -hmm. like is that the main theme around this? It
0: surely is and with that you you don't have to be alone while embracing your difference Mm -hmm. so just making sure you surround yourself with people who you trust yeah. and and make sure that you are able to give and receive. Yeah. Be open
1: to it. But you said it perfectly. Now, and the other part, too, that I was going to mention, too, is this whole conversation of pray for who. Mm. Like, I think that that's just another part that, mm-hmm. I'm, again, mm-hmm. that is no offense. I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. I, pray, I can't pray for everybody. <laughs> so I'm good. sorry. I try my best, but I can't. It's but like, i, I be. I, 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 I'm I receive, praying you get there. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Go. Thank mm-hmm. you. I pray I get there, too. Mm-hmm. Because the the reason why, though, is because I know what hurt feels like for myself, just like we all do. Right. And I think it's just it's a very, very mature way of thinking about being able to get to a point to where you can say, I'm praying for the people that have hurt me the most. Right. You know what I mean? And not praying for them just to say, like, I pray you, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. really praying for, like, their success and their yes. well-being and things of that nature or Absolutely. whatever like that. I, I have I have a road to go with that. But that's that's where the the cloud and the rock, like the mm-hmm. cloud the, the cloud and the brick that I'm talking about is is like mm-hmm. man, that is such a good thing. It's profound. It's meaningful. It would help me. It would support what I where I want to grow to or whatever like that. But am I ready to get off that brick or am I ready to go to the cloud type right. of thing? You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. do I want the softer place or whatever where I release myself of all that like heaviness, that like hatred and yes. anger and yes. disappointment yes. leaves me in? But mm-hmm. sometimes that's actually more comfortable, and it's so sad that a brick can be more comfortable than a cloud. But mm
0: yeah depending on the way you look at it yeah, exactly right, right, Yeah, right, you know right. what I
1: mean okay. so very mm-hmm. very interesting and the last point is this quote by Lucinda like mm-hmm. I just think that is so mm-hmm. good yes be prepared yes. to be accepted for your differences mm-hmm. not just rejected like receptive or rejected like yes. be prepared for either but being prepared because we are prepared for rejection when we mm-hmm. say something you know mm-hmm. what I mean like you tell somebody you gay mm-hmm. oh I'm prepared for people to say oh I don't I don't love you the same way or, or I don't appreciate you the same way and if that's you, our defense
0: mechanism exactly. sorry to cut you off like yeah, but yeah mm-hmm, definitely that's your defense mechanism just saying I know that th- they're not going to accept me that's why I held on to it that that mm-hmm. long you mm-hmm. know but then when you get this ball of acceptance you're like oh my gosh yeah wow
1: And so- being prepared, but no but you have to be prepared for that yeah. too because yeah. if you get it and then don't appreciate the fact that people are True. really giving you the best of them, yes. whatever. Like, you'll, you'll receive yes. that as rejection too. Absolutely, because it's rejecting the identity that you mm-hmm. set up. I just think that's amazing. It is. It I just think that's me. just such an amazing thing. That's a whole, yeah. a whole like conference yeah. chapter really? thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> for you inside of this or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm, I'm really like spellbound by that. Mm-hmm. Tell us more. Give us again where we can find you at or whatever. But also yes. tell us like. Mm-hmm another like tidbit about like how all this kind of combines together whatever
0: Mm -hmm. um yeah so of course you can find me on social media you can um instagram is at embrace underscore your underscore difference simple Mm -hmm. the website embrace your com. and at the end of the day just take each challenge and know that it's temporary It's temporary and it it could get better and it will get better it just depends on the way that you look at it Mm -hmm. don't harp on challenges like just learn from them and grow and remove that fear remove that ball of anger or frustration or whatever Mm -hmm. it is Um, and just keep your faith keep your faith and practice it if you say that you're going to yeah
1: and then people can find you like for like therapy practices or whatever mm-hmm. like that through the website as well.
0: Yes, and, and you can look. We have on psychology today, today dot com, and you'll get some more information about the practice and um, the modalities that I use and mm-hmm. the life coaching as well.
1: What's modalities mean?
0: Just the different ways that um, we provide therapy, whether that's group, whether that's couples, whether that's
1: individual. Oh, I love the so, yeah. models. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I'm not there you go. I learned ways. Good stuff. So. <laughs> so um, I want to like kind of like go into some things that I've been thinking about because talking to a therapist we don't get to all the time whatever it is I want to use this time wisely too about like what we're consuming so one of the reasons why I started asking Chat was because I wanted to like reinforce different narratives and I feel like Mm -hmm. we're getting like punctured right like with so many like negative very uh, uh, uninspired like Mm -hmm. content especially black folks especially people of color Mm -hmm. um, are getting punctured by those things whether it's like people being killed on video, whether it's like, you know, the even like the superficial things like black in China and Rob, like doing whatever. What do you think that consumption of like all these negative reinforcements does to us or whatever like that? Like what are we what are we experiencing through like our, our consumption of media?
0: Mm-hmm. I think that what is actually happening, unfortunately, is creating another layer of trauma. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, like, you know, I even had a young lady come in, beautiful young lady, beautiful. She described herself as ugly mm-hmm. because of what she actually saw on social media. hmm and I couldn't have, you know, pitched in a more beautiful young lady. Yeah, we had to work on that for a very long time, like it, it's and and then again the layers of like even um celebrities they're human Mm -hmm. they are human beings and just because they have money and they may look Mm -hmm. you know glamorous like they still have their own layers so i my message definitely when it comes to to that and i i can say like relationships just make sure you really get to know not only yourself but really get to know the person that you're dating because it takes a very long time um and you just see a lot of these relationships just like kind of like a ripple effect, a relationship after another. Yeah. But take that time for you. And even if that means seeing a therapist or a life coach, <laughs> talking is there's nothing wrong with talking. It's okay. Because sometimes when you hear
1: yourself speak, you actually learn from some of the things that you went through on your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, too, like I think um, I was watching you know Jay-Z has a new album 444 mm-hmm. and I was looking at a video that he had with like a bunch of different men and they were all sharing different points of vulnerability, talking about relationships I think a part of like his song, I haven't listened to that album yet. The so footnotes. I, yeah exactly like it's something about like his uh, uh, infidelity with yeah. Beyonce and this and that kind of saying like you don't understand like my upbringing like means this and that or whatever what I'll say is, is that my immediate response wasn't one that was like welcoming to that. Mm-hmm. Like my immediate response felt like there was like a, a cop out inside of there mm-hmm. and then I Step back again and kind of went in where it's like, well, why am I feeling like that or whatever? Like, like you have all these different men that's all about different experiences or whatever, for whatever the perspective is, but I'm seeing faces that I've now identified with being different. So I see Meek Mills, and I'm like, no, you just like that regular guy that they do whatever, and you were just making a meme about this on social media. Then I see Jesse Williams, and I just read an article about him. You know, cheating on his his black wife with a white woman after he just I finished saying "black woman are best." Then I see Jay Z talk about it. So I mean, I think it's conflicting too. But what it does also is that we take the response of how we've seen people in one isolated medium, be that social media, be that TV or whatever, and run with that run with it. as that's the identity for them, and don't give people the identity, the ability to be full different. And you vulnerable. know what I mean as well? Exactly. Those men were vulnerable.
0: Is, yeah. it's very rare that you see a group of men, prominent men, or mm-hmm. men that you you know. Seeing a alarm like being vulnerable about their deepest thoughts and yeah. you know relationships and marriage is, is sometimes could be very challenging it's a job sometimes it shouldn't be looked at as yeah. a job but it's work. Um, it, it is mm-hmm. work it is so I commend them for being honest about it and um, at the end of the day knowing that forever is a long time forever is a
1: long time It's a
0: very long time so you get to know yourself even more through those phases and I mentioned that too like yeah. he even embracing my difference and going into this next chapter in my life there was moments where he encouraged me and brought things out of me mm-hmm. that you know I wouldn't even come out with
1: so it's so interesting too because like we said forever is a long time but also forever don't last always you don't got you don't got forever to do all this mm-hmm. it's you got make some you live decisions one life you, you have one life and love is not enough the, listen so yeah. funny you said love is not enough I was just talking to somebody and I was but this is showing where my brains at. I was talking about somebody salary is not enough because I was saying like because <laughs> we, we always talk about like getting a job and like you want to have like a certain amount of money that you make or whatever yeah, so then I was saying like salary is not enough like I was saying for, I was really speaking speaking over myself I was like salary is not enough like you need to be able to do more things You economically sustainable you need to be able to get all these things I know I'm detracting the whole conversation no, but like it's uh, these things that we've always thought were enough like you get in a marriage. I love this person. Sometimes that's not, not enough. Not Sometimes not. if I'm with somebody and they can't pay a bill, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that impedes upon me being able mm-hmm. to fully feel that yes. I'm embracing you yes. as a loving partner <laughs> because you don't got this other part. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are real things. And you can you can uh, him and high car. You don't act like you silent because mm-hmm. he ain't quiet. You saw how you he busted yep. here. Yep. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that that's mm-hmm. another that's yeah. another part of it too or whatever they did. Like, I think there has to be room yes for us to be able to Mm-hmm. to know I think there has to be room for us to know that like everything that we've experienced or whatever doesn't have to be the only thing we need to experience to be full oh yeah you
0: know what I mean absolutely not because yeah. if that were the case we would all be stuck in, in situations and relationships that weren't meant for us yeah
1: yeah. So. yeah 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 you've been saved from a bunch too I Listen. Have. <laughs> 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 next episode we'll talk about <laughs> all the things that this has been saved from <laughs> and what's up with the singers I've been saved from nope not doing it uh. But no, I think that the um this is like real real good conversations, real rich Venice mm-hmm. another question I have for you too we talked about workshopping inside of here and, like, women and men can, like, write their own... When women can write their own book inside of here. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned, like, in men. But I just want to kind of clarify for, like, men yes. that are listening inside of here, particularly as we're talking about the Jay-Z, like, the notes mm-hmm. and everything else or whatever. Like, I think it's really important to know that, like, some of the central... And I'm saying actors in here just in the offensive like, mm-hmm. linguistically or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, inside of this book are men you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like and men that you understood as a young woman were fragile mm-hmm. right and that needed support in a way that like was like extremely mm-hmm. um it, they needed support that had to be delicately touched and a lot yeah, of times yeah. like we don't see men as delicate creatures and it's so mm-hmm. funny I went to a birthday party for uh an all men black men birthday party for a Greg Corbin mm-hmm. who we went to college with oh, everybody right. in here we all went to college with hey, with. Greg. so hey Greg so <laughs> Uh, we I went to a all men black party for, I mean uh, all black men party for him and um, even though it was two white men there but whatever but okay. they had they access the right on rocks yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they access the right things on rocks and like let's write a message or write a word that you wanted to give to him and then all the men went around and like spoke about what was on that rock and I wrote on that rock to him I said you're delicate so act like it mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like I think like and Greg and like all the men in there when I said it I wasn't thinking about it but when I said it like everybody was like, oh, because I think in that room in that space, like, any other space that you say like if a woman was to call a man delicate it'd be like would you call me a bitch uh-huh. you know what I'm saying like you know what I mean like this type of thing but in that space it felt like it had to be reaffirmed in that thing when we saw with Jay-Z's album and that video or whatever like that if you or title or whatever people have to whatever view it uh-huh. you saw that like conversation happen or whatever can you just talk a little bit to like men and I'm very very specific in my content to men of color more specifically black men about like how they can see themselves inside of a book written by a woman about a, a woman's experience but like centrally characterized around like the fragility of men mm-hmm. not fragility in a negative term like, right. like fragility but delicacy
0: right right definitely I think that um, growing men, young boys who grow into being men you know they are challenged to have this facade of being so strong Mm -hmm. all of the time and they too have a lot of different layers as well so you know I I talk about I've had a few men text me when they read the book especially about like the um the parenting piece Mm -hmm. um really being open about that and really like seeing things from a different perspective Mm -hmm. I, I say not to sit on things, the things that you think about when you're in a shower, mm-hmm. the things that you don't talk about with anybody else. As a man, you can do that, too. Yeah. And that friendship piece is huge, too, because what you saw in that forum, yes. you know, that was Maybe. men connecting. Yeah. And a lot of men, they just not everybody. But, mm-hmm. you know, some men, they, they don't really talk about the important things to life. They're mm-hmm. afraid to talk to their homeboy about credit. Yeah. or talk to their homeboy about a mistake that they made and they're trying to problem solve. Yeah. It's on-the-surface conversations. Yeah. It challenges you to have those under, like, really above conversations that are just not always on the surface.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that's what you said also, like, to women. And I, want, I knew that was the case, but I just wanted to kind of, like, share that out because I think it's extremely important to know that, like, a big call inside of this is, like you said, two years ago, you knew you would write a book you didn't know you mm-hmm. would want to write this book mm-hmm. but this is the closest thing to you and you mm-hmm. didn't know you want to share that so what would you have shared if you didn't share the thing that was the most intimate authentic part of yourself you'd have right. shared something topical right. you shared something surface or you might have shared something even false right do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like unintentionally or intentionally or whatever but you wouldn't have shared something that was real mm-hmm. and I think that like this charge is not just for women but it's also for men Absolutely. to be able to kind of like find themselves and embrace whatever differences for them as well and I just wanted to kind sure. of make that clear too yeah true
0: yeah. true yeah um another thing i noticed you had mentioned lucinda's um quote in her forward at the beginning she's having a conference in september and it's oh. going to be huge it's in miami tell us about um, it give us details it's the activate conference and actually um i went to her conference last year and i was almost done with the book but it was there that I got even more of a push Mm -hmm. because you know I'm speaking about my brand I'm speaking about embracing your difference as my baby Mm -hmm. how come I haven't embraced my difference where did this come from and I got even more confirmation when I went there so I'm going again this year and I'm I'm ready to receive more
1: you have the dates for our conference yeah September 15th September
0: September 15th it's Friday
1: through Sunday uh, and it's a uh, Miami, Florida. Yep, it's at the Biltmore. Oh, cool! I'll put that in the email and also put it on the mm-hmm. website too, or whatever. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: so everybody can have links, uh, links to it or whatever. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, it's really powerful. No, it? I mean she mm-hmm. wrote literally four paragraphs, and I was like, "What?" do <laughs> <laughs> this to me? that whole accepting and rejecting part. I was like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, this is like real, real, real stuff. Like very much aha moments." Mm-hmm. And the book is also like full of aha moments and things of that nature too. But I, I think the most important part for this is like very, very it's small but it's huge which is just Mm -hmm. whoever you are like you don't have to exactly and you don't have to live with shame for whatever Mm -hmm. that is like i think this like note of like we tell people like you know what i mean don't be shameful don't feel don't feel ashamed of who you are like this man when people go to church we tell them like tell god your prayers like be honest be open like open yourself up to you know Mm -hmm. what i mean to being like a full person you could be saved from whatever you could be helped and you could be restored and you can grow and mm-hmm. you can you know what i mean be different but still be yourself or whatever mm-hmm. but we don't imbue that you know what i mean in our lives mm-hmm. or whatever like that so i think like that whole identity of like releasing ourselves from shame like mm-hmm. being very very clear about what it is that matters to us like I mean the book is there mm-hmm. right like the mm-hmm. book for anybody it is, it is. the book is there is in that moment yeah
0: another thing that comes to mind is perception yeah because a lot of times we are fearful because of what we think other people may think of us yeah. and that that perception is huge too but like I said a few moments ago your story is your story so yeah. why do you I mean anybody who is in your life if they don't embrace you then they're not meant for you yeah. and it's okay yeah
1: yeah and, this, and that's the other part that we just got finished talking about. That like sat with me as well or whatever. Like you have to be willing to, I had to be willing to be cast out mm-hmm. and like what is it stand out and be a and be outcast, be an outcast or whatever. Oh yeah, read or read appropriately, but like. Mm-hmm. Being willing to be both of those things or whatever, being willing to be accepted and rejected, being willing to be an outcast Mm -hmm. and be a standout. And also, like something that I I was saying, I'm doing a a presentation um, for work for our interns, Mm -hmm. but I did a presentation for City Year and it was about like the difference between survival skills and leadership. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of times people will say that they're leading and that they're leaders. But they're really just survivors. Like, they just know how to survive. So, sometimes people will tell you, like, at work, like, oh, wear that type of shirt. You know what I mean? When you get there. Or, like, talk to this person in this way. And this will be that. Those are survival skills. That's Mm -hmm. not leadership. Leadership are those Mm -hmm. things we imbue in ourselves or whatever like that. So, being able to boss up. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and be able to be a boss when you go on blazes means that you can come in exactly how you are. Oh, yes. Sell sell that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? And serve Mm -hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's true people need it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I understanding that like, people need you to be you or whatever like that is like a huge part of it. And that's like attached to shame too, right? Like, you... The second you realize, I mean, for me, I'll be for myself. The second I realized that people needed me, and that's not with any type of, like, pretentiousness right. or whatever attached to it. Second, I knew that people needed what I bring, that I bring something unique that's different. I was able to, like, excel career-wise, personally, or whatever like that, because I knew that me being here, you know what I mean, mattered in a yeah. way that was, like, significant. That's right. And I just feel like that's, like, a, a huge part of, like, the work is just to get out of the space of just surviving mm-hmm. and really leading the mm-hmm. kind Conversations that we need to be having leading mm-hmm. authoring the book you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like of, mm-hmm. of, of, of being for the sure. ones that's telling the stories
0: absolutely
1: really yeah. really good yeah. Venice this has
0: been awesome it has been thank you so much thank you yes. Carl what you yes, got to say good. this is amazing I'm glad I sat in for some of this <laughs> <laughs> good stuff a little, little bit of healing
1: just a little bit of healing taking place so thank you it that's happens fun. real easy too when you're being authentic mm-hmm. and there you, you go give you're Keeping it real or whatever, later the real healing will start. Mm-hmm. So, Venice, I'm going to let you give some final words. I'm just going to say some final words to everybody, and then you just take us off this or whatever. Make sure to tell everybody all the good places they can find you and any mm-hmm. other last words you have for them. Mm-hmm. Venice, I just have to tell you, as I said from the beginning, when I wrote my first book, one of the people that, and I actually think I gave you a thank you in my book. Really? I think I gave That's a thank, I do? <laughs> okay. I thank you. I'll get you, you gave me a copy and of this. Actually, I'll give you a signed <laughs> copy of this because I thanked you and didn't give you a copy. That's rude. Oh my god. So, but. <laughs> <laughs> but inside of there or whatever and carl actually did the forward to my first book too which is actually so interesting to even think about it and we're all sitting here. i know exactly yeah. all in here Ooh. but when i was saying earlier too carl it's so funny we talked about you earlier mm. i said we were in your room and you we were sga in the guest quarters and venice was coming out there with like 200 pages of like uh <laughs> word document papers or whatever like that outside the thing mm-hmm. and she was like i'm finishing up my book and she was crossing was out words part. or whatever <laughs> yeah the first because i'm different because so I'm, different. I'm different so i said so i said to her i said like i said when I mm-hmm. saw her write this book, I immediately said, "Oh, it's possible!" Mm-hmm. Like that—that that ability to author a story, that. like it was. Yeah, it was possible for me to be able to do that. So then, I think that was two yeah. thousand yeah, Th- four. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, two thousand three. Two thousand three, four. Mm-hmm. So four or five years later, or whatever, like that. There yeah. was my book or whatever. So being authentic, being real, being you, and like rising above whatever the challenges, and even again. Like I told you, I knew you as Miss Lincoln. I knew you later as a Delta. I knew you as Venice, who was like student leader. I knew you as Venice. All these other things. I never knew a story that happened with you or whatever because I didn't know the shadows that existed for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm glad to see you awaken in a clear light. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That means a lot or whatever like that. And I wish you like the best of luck and everything. I wish everybody will start book clubs across the country. Everybody that's listening to this, I want you to start stuff because even the ability Mm -hmm. to workshop inside of this book is extremely important and here at I said child like the only thing we're trying to do is exploit the greatness of black people so many narratives around here are saying that like black people aren't able to help themselves and Black on black crime is happening and all these different things are going on and like, we're just, you know, defiantly going against the norms of culture and assimilating into a society in in inappropriate ways or whatever. And when I see people like you that are saying like, no, that's not the case, Mm -hmm. I'm able to validate what I already know through you. So I appreciate Mm -hmm. you supporting the realities that I want to be able to share with everyone. Mm-hmm. please uh, keep in tune with everything that we're doing mm-hmm. visit us at Uh go to our blog so you can find all the links to everything get a link to the Activate Conference that Lucinda is doing on September the 15th in Miami yes. get a link to all the Embracing Your Difference stuff which is the company and get a link to the book Embracing My Differences so that mm-hmm. you can get a signed copy from Venice mm-hmm. and then also you'll be able to get links to all of Venice's social medias and websites mm-hmm. so that way if you want to be able to get counsel from her mm-hmm. uh, as a professional therapist a therapist, and all the modalities mm-hmm. that she's able to give you <laughs> I like that where I'm <laughs> going to start saying modalities for stuff that it don't even matter mm-hmm. if I'm going to be like excuse me I have modalities <laughs> about fundraising I have modalities <laughs> about LaCroix like I love it I love it but like all those things you can be able to find a we link to all of those things and then check out some of our previous episodes rate us on iTunes mm-hmm. and uh, Keep in tune and keep it real. And Venice, mm-hmm. uh, leave us off.
0: All right. One of my uh, favorite quotes, and my brother's going to think that I'm going to give my every day is a good day quote, <laughs> but I'm not. Today, um, I'm going to speak about Dr. Seuss' quote. Mm-hmm. Be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Mm-hmm. So I'll just leave you with that. Fulfill your own destiny. Embrace your difference.
1: I love it. Once again, Vanessa, tell us where we can find everything about you.
0: Yes. um, Embracing your difference is on www.embraceyourdifference.com. All of my information is there. You can get the book from there. You can go to Instagram at embrace underscore your underscore difference and look up Embracing Your Difference on Facebook, LLC. Embracing Your Difference, LLC. All right, and I'm in Connecticut, and I travel. So I'm in Philly, and I will come to you if
1: you need you know, a speaker or anything for an event. And everybody across the world she'll come mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Venice is all around mm-hmm. these parts. Yeah. All right, Venice, I love you. I appreciate you. you. I Dennis, wish the I best for you. you. Um, good luck.
0: This is awesome. You are I'm awesome. I'm telling you, we speaking this into existence here. I said, cha.
1: I said, cha. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll talk to y'all soon. Peace, everybody. All right.